ना सेठ जिनके अपने घर शीशे के हों वो दूसरों पर पत्थर नहीं फेंका करते ओके हेलो 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 वेलकम बैक टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ क्वींस डेड आई एम संजीत एंड आई हैव ध्रुव विद मी एंड टुडे वी हैव अ वेरी स्पेशल गेस्ट ऑन द शो संकेत मिस्त्री हु हैज हुज अ फेमस यूट्यूबर एंड अ एंड अ फेलो पॉडकास्टर यू कैन चेक आउट हिज चैनल सिनेफाइल संकेत व्हिच विल ऑब्वियसली प्लग एज वेल इन एट द एंड एंड यू कैन चेक द लिंक इन आवर बायो and today we are having this normal conversation and sanket would you like to introduce yourself yeah thank you so much sanjeet and thank you so much uh, dhruv for like having me on your podcast which is called queen is dead thank you so much uh, i'm actually having like i actually have a dream that uh, since i have also run a, a podcast on youtube i actually mm. have a dream that i could also share my knowledge of cinema to other podcasts as well so since, uh, uh-huh. and uh, this is uh, the like not the only but yeah uh, i have been to other podcast as well but like i i would uh, after listening listening to your podcast uh, i would i actually yeah. love to be part of your uh, podcast as well so thank you so much for calling me and thank you so much for inviting me i Are actually you, run a youtube not, channel yeah. as when well. not high used praise. to this much niceness yeah, yeah. high high praise <laughs> <laughs> no, but look, uh, it's been a, it's it's my pleasure for for having me or so for uh, coming to the podcast. <laughs> okay, so uh, first of all, we'll go with our Q and A. So this Q and A we put up uh, at the beginning on on our Instagram stories, so people who have any questions can ask whatever they want to on uh, on Instagram, and we'll answer them on our podcast. <laughs> Drew, you'll read out the questions, or I'll do, or I'll. I'll read out. Don't worry, because the most important question I'm going to read out first. <laughs> This is from uh, Artless Paki, who I know personally. But okay, wow. he, he has he has written. Is it true that you guys treat your workers horribly? That your work environment is harsher than Amazon's? That's, What do you say true. about that? That's it that's true. true. How yeah, is yeah, it yeah. true? How is it true, Sanjay? No, I won't explain it. <laughs> what do you mean who treats you harsher than amazon who who i can i can say by my experience that i have been treated harshly because i was, was assigned to watch free guy assigned my god i was free guy myself no later on but whatever horrible question atlas baki be more imaginative anyways next <laughs> uh, next question uh, these are like actual questions this was nonsense uh <laughs> this is from instars underscore nitty fave tv series question mark mm. sanket would you want to go first uh my favorite tv series would be the sopranos and like i i usually tend to watch all the mini series uh mm-hmm. like uh, like band of brothers and like uh, band of brothers chernobyl mm-hmm. uh, uh, like uh, those are some of my some of my favorite all time favorite mini series and mm. for, uh, and in the long format series uh, like house of cards and uh, the sopranos uh, like those are some of my all time favorite uh, tv series Just like like uh, <laughs> like i am a fan of those gangster uh, dramas with like scorsese mm. has introduced uh, us and even francis ford coppola has also introduced us but like uh, uh, to just like 
uh, get into their lives of how uh, mm. like how italian american families are actual uh, mm-hmm. so like soprano <clears throat> actually did that to, mm-hmm. uh, to me and like uh, from this show i actually got, i got to know that uh, every italian surname ends with an uh, with a vowel and uh, that's actually uh, <laughs> i got to know from this uh, uh, series and like uh, it's it's a very unique uh, show and where like it, it uh, like now i don't know people can make that kind of uh, show like uh, mm. the the level which it was made but like yeah still uh, like they people, made uh, i mean breaking bad is a direct inspiration yeah, absolutely and, like uh, i was about to say that yeah, yeah. Uh, breaking bad and even mad men like mad men mm. plays also like uh, <laughs> like the, there are some people who didn't like it obviously the uh, the mm. pacing uh, is the issue for them but uh, when i talk to some people from the advertising industry they actually mm-hmm. told me that like yeah that's actually the honest one of the honest portrayals of the industry and like they actually agree with them and yeah. obviously there is like uh, all, there, there's uh, like so much booze and cigarettes and like uh, uh, girls around <laughs> excess. like excess excess but still like it's like uh, i've watched this show twice uh, like oh. in the entirety and uh, obviously in the first uh, run i watched... how, how many seasons kitna seasons is i think it's 6 seasons uh five or six seasons but okay. when i watched this for the first time obviously we watched it uh, in in the entirety so but um, when i watched this for the second time i mm. just watched the sales pitches and like the the office things and all those <laughs> stuff so i just enjoyed watching that I, and even with the sopranos as well like i, I uh, cut to all those like uh, uh mob mob scenes and all those like i, I skipped the family <laughs> scenes uh like sometimes not all uh, always because like the family scenes were uh, also like equally yeah. amazing and like madman so i actually yeah. like that and the thing is uh, sopranos actually inspired all those guys like matt wine yeah, yeah, yeah. and even uh, terry uh, terry winters uh, and all those people like they, they were actually the showrunners and even the writers for the yeah, show yeah yeah right and uh, and india time uh, in like the late 2000s and the early 2010s they they were like they they created uh, like one of the best shows like mad men and even uh, mm, terry winters created uh, no i i don't know like i don't know i haven't seen dexter but i think all those writers and the writers room people created all these uh, boardwalk empire i think was created by boardwalk empire I, i was about to see that like uh, that boardwalk empire uh-huh. he created it so uh, uh, sopranos is a landmark show because uh, like it like depicted violence like anything other and yeah, actually funny thing like actually watched uh, a video on youtube it was with uh, a real life mobster uh, uh-huh. my, my michael franchi's uh, i think yeah like i'm sorry if i'm spelling that name uh, incorrectly so he was in that video and he was actually like listening to the like uh, watching all those clips from the mob huh. mob films uh, and tv shows and uh, there was one clip from the sopranos as well and he actually uh, told that it's like uh, uh, the 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 creator david chase actually got uh, got hands uh, in some tapes from uh, the fbi and, <coughs> and he actually mentioned that uh, the 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 mother's character from the sopranos the tony anthony's mother <laughs> was like <laughs> like uh, he could actually see uh, her uh, like 
the the real life mobster could actually see her mother in uh, Livia Soprano because like that was so much authentically played by mm. the uh, by the actor Nancy Ma- uh, Nancy Marchan uh, who mm. actually uh, passed away uh, just before i think in 1999 just before uh, the entire series actually completed but uh, she was an excellent actress but like uh, uh, that's the thing like uh, it portrayed the mo- mafia mm-hmm. uh, very authentically but yeah It's, go ahead um like yeah. my all time favorite would still be breaking bad but, but i think a lot of people mm-hmm. have already heard or seen that show so i'll i'll, I'll tell this one show which a lot of people haven't seen which is uh, barry Hmm. it stars bill hader and it's created by him bill hader and alec berg um uh, hmm. so it's a black comedy thriller show and hmm. uh, so so the thing is bill hader is is a proper cinephile like hmm. i've seen a lot of interviews and all that and everything and he's obviously taken a lot of inspiration from breaking bad's writers room how they've written that show um so vince gilligan's style of whatever those the, the group of writers the writers room thing hmm. so with with all these um inspirations he's like made this one show which is about this one assassin who wants to become an actor like like he has a change of heart during one of his assignments and he wants to become an actor is, that's is like a log like, line kiss kiss bang bang isn't that a bit like that no no no, no 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 okay. this is this is not real because kiss kiss bang bang was more like tongue in cheek this is okay way away from it this is like okay, okay. but but here's the thing it's it becomes situational comedy at times it is black comedy at times hmm. so it's like uh, and it's like snowballing wala plot device you know that okay. said that right like it snowballs into that last like, episode say, say, so like and there are some decisions huh. that are made which which you think which, which have that shock value also huh. so it's a, a lot of fun um, yeah. it's damn funny and hmm. if you are one of those people who have a hard time getting into one of the shows sit through the first season the second season is, is an absolute banger okay it is an absolute banger because there is one episode which is i think um the epitome of how you should write how a tv episode is is like like you know one of the best episodes that i've seen mm-hmm. i won't name it otherwise you'll actually look forward to it but it should come mm-hmm. as a surprise to you but it is absolutely fantastic in fact it's it's a short film only it's in itself it's like hmm. it's like a 30 minute uh, thing 30 minute episodes what eight eight episodes per ha, season or actually i think i think six episodes if i'm not wrong i don't know okay. six six or eight either of these okay. so but, but the thing is i watched the first season when each episode as it came so i thought i thought that worked the hbo style like one episode per week uh, format okay. but you can also binge on it i think it will work probably that way as well So yet to see or I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing Look that. watch Barry I think if you don't want to watch I my recommendation is going to be going to be similar just gender switched and 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 a little like the tone is similar Fleabag. uh Fleabag yeah <laughs> uh by Phoebe Waller-Bridge uh by uh-huh. as in like she she is the sort of author behind it or like yeah, the, the, the director central... also very good Mm. uh but uh, yeah i mean i'm choosing uh, light hearted because my movie recommendations are going to be absolutely wow. depressing so, so but these two i love these tv shows so fleabag i've seen like thrice both mm. seasons mm. because i love it and it's short like barry it's 20 like 30, minutes no 20 30 minute episodes and like 6 6 each each yeah, yeah. of two seasons and basically uh, finish it in 2 and 1/2 hours yeah. yeah and like so the basic like 
you can say that the humor is good etc so for, for, firstly it's about this uh, this young woman who's like super brash abrasive mm. abusive whatever sexually charged almost she like wants to <laughs> yeah. she abu- like she literally destroys everyone who's in her path because mm. she can and like you know it but underlying all that is some mystery that is happening throughout the show which the show very gradually reveals to the viewer and i think uh, mm. the way in which the show uses fourth wall breaking and it goes and how it does it in the second season is something that absolutely blew my mind away right i find fourth wall breaking generally kind of annoying i know i know what so you when i when i started watching it i was like i'm not sure if that technique needs to work or like needs to be there but like the way they use it and like evolve it uh, second season has one of the i know i know yeah, yeah, i don't even i can't spoil it because it's so good no, anyway no, no. don't bb wallerbridge is fantastic her writing is fantastic all the other performances are absolutely incredible yeah, olivia colman who is like like she is her, her so step funny. mother no step yeah, mother yeah. like the very subtle <laughs> subtly evil step mother who keeps on like abusing both the siblings very very like uh, in a very british way the british humor absolutely, sort of thing yeah, yeah. very much stands there and as sanjeet said that barry has one episode which is the epitome of tv writing i think fleabag has one episode which is also the epitome of uh, yeah i'll agree with that of, i mean they like complimentary yeah, in a sense yeah, of of uh, tv episodes uh, it's it's something else and you, but yeah it's one of the seasons in which the se- first season is great second yeah. season is phenomenal, phenomenal. Like, <laughs> to, to me it's like it just improves but please don't return for another season because you have the perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. show please don't. please don't return uh as much I, as i love the character don't return two shows that i really like i won't go much in detail so first the other one i was talking about sharp objects hbo hmm. uh, amy adams fantastic hmm. and jean marc wale uh, jean marc wale editing fantastic yeah. uh and sarabhai so sarabhai how can i talk <laughs> uh that's my season 1 season 1 yeah, yeah season 2 is crass uh, but like season 1 is all time all time watch any time yeah whatever. yeah satishar okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, next, next question. question this is from shrishti jain 2101 yeah i think she already talked to us about a two two other shows out of which we hadn't seen one already so this is another show she's asking us what's your take on squid game I haven't seen Squid Game. Haven't Thank seen, you. haven't seen. Lovely. So we have no answer for Shruti <laughs> no, again. Sorry. 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 We shall answer so, your uh, question sometime servant, later in life. I, I remember I communicated. Servant, Squid Game are, are the two shows that we need to watch then. And oh, that was that was uh, someone else. That was uh, okay. Shreya. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah, okay. I I know. <laughs> I've confused. I've confused. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, okay, so next is uh, the newer questions you have, Sanjeet. So you can go through them. I sent uh, you them as well, but uh, okay, I'll answer. I'll go through the Ro- Rohit Satish Nair's question first, which is a yeah. uh, which is about post theaters reopening. Does the OTT movie risk being similar to the direct to video movie? So basically, I think this question mm. is like the the like pinning... the like the, the Irishman would basically be. the direct to video after the like yeah. that that is what the meaning is right but i think in in pop culture if you see uh, let's not uh, let's like if you if you had to look back two or three years back 
the VOD was specifically for films that weren't going to get a release in theaters. So yeah. they were dumped, dumped. to VOD. Dumped, yeah. On, yeah. dumped properly. Mm. Which I think in today's time is the case, I guess, mm. because most of the films, uh, at least the bad ones, or let's not like term it as good or bad, just the just mm. films have been have started getting dumped on uh, on platforms. Ah, platforms. but but I think the just to answer the question even more, like I I guess to complicate it, I think is basically like. Now the OTT space is also provides a great avenue for like filmmakers, like actual definitely, like, you know, who, but who who want to make art, capital yeah, A R T, yeah. right? Uh-huh. So for these filmmakers, like where will Martin Scorsese go? Like kind mm-hmm. of like that. Mm-hmm. So his movies aren't direct to video, right? They are like movies. So but uh, but uh, mm-hmm. group, I I I would like actually to say that. Uh, so here, there's a Martin Scorsese who has established himself uh, for mm-hmm. like many decades now. Mm-hmm. So he has like he got the right to make an Irishman for mm-hmm. just like a, a a massive budget of two fifty yep. two hundred uh, to three hundred million dollar. Like he he actually earned it. But the thing is, if like for example I, I want to make a, a movie which like uh, which is set uh, in a galaxy far far away uh, like obviously Netflix won't give it to me obviously yeah. and uh, he like they would sideline me obviously since so credibility like, counts exactly credibility counts uh, mm. absolutely and that's the main reason over here like uh, uh, that's the thing I actually uh, uh, like uh, heard this uh, from uh, the Hollywood Reporters Directors Roundtable which mm. uh, yeah, the 2019 edition of that and Lulu Wang, the director of The Farewell, okay. she told me that they, they, the producers and like she was also one of the producers. I, I don't know, but yeah, mm. she, she had an offer on the table from a, a digital platform, but she didn't take it. Mm. Uh, she finally took uh, the offer from A24, A24 because right. mm. uh, like the the uh, the streaming platforms uh, which like they they actually promised that uh, they would release uh, the film in like uh, I don't know like um, oh, it'll be and, the two and, week window no for the some no no no, no. so no, the the window wasn't the issue but uh, they <laughs> they would uh, release the uh, the film at any like any point but like they could they wouldn't ca- campaign it for the Oscars or the Golden Globes thing. okay okay uh, so that's the problem and they, like they wouldn't uh, uh, they wouldn't release the film on uh, uh, on a uh, an award season uh, like uh, mm, the, the and even window. and they wouldn't uh, and they wouldn't uh, market it uh, uh, well uh, and like uh, how they how they would go like they, how they will do it with an irish man or like a marriage yeah. story or, mm-hmm. or, or 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 like uh, all those so films it basically so i guess the point here is also the fact that Big names who are already big name matters, can, bro. Can, can, treat, can treat the OTT as something of a prestige platform, but like hmm. the smaller name for smaller names, it will basically become direct to dumpster. It's sad, but because hmm. see, something someone like Chaitanya Tamhane, who's not big, big, right? Hmm. Also, releases on Netflix, and it's the disciple, no, like you have to type it in for. Yeah, for searching. Type it till D H E and then D I S. <laughs> like you have to type it till there to actually get it. Which yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, a big thing, right? So algorithm pay nahi aata wo, uh, hmm. basically. So absolutely, like, uh, like, uh, regardless, because uh, like Alfonso Coron actually backed the film. He was the executive yeah, yeah, producer yeah, yeah, of the yeah. film, 
like uh, because of that it gained some momentum and like it was released on netflix but i don't know uh, like it didn't like uh, uh, had an impact for Many people the... watched it yeah exactly like mm. because that's the main reason like he wasn't the big name uh, just like uh, uh, yeah. the executive producer alfonso coron and like the big I, i actually right now see that like the big names matter because uh, just <laughs> like this year itself netflix is releasing uh like two of like they are releasing two films uh, in their award season calendars which is mm-hmm. called the power of the dog i haven't watched that film mm-hmm. uh, and even uh, and this film the lost daughter uh, the power of the dog is uh, jane uh directed campion, by right? and jane campion and jane like uh, stars a big like uh, the british cast Kamabach. exactly and come mm-hmm. back and disciplines and his wife uh, kirsten dunst kirsten dunst yeah. uh, exactly and 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 uh, and this uh, uh, this film uh, the lost daughter which is directed by uh, maggie gillenhall so the right, big right, name right, matter right. because maggie gillenhall is a big name over yeah, there yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing yep. like yep. Uh, you wouldn't uh, like you're from uh, uh like from a film if minari was releasing on a netflix uh like platform mm. so you wouldn't yep. hear it uh, in like the award season thing true so that's mm. the main reason the award like uh for netflix and amazon like the mat- the, the names matters actually right oh uh-huh, of course but i mean i guess it's 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 just going to be that whoever wants to dig up smaller filmmakers who have actually made something good and has released probably need to make the effort now online that's a very less i mean that happened with sandeep and pinky farar also no i mean, we'll make, make the effort i feel yeah. but uh, you will have the effort to go and sit in the cinema hall sanjeev yeah, yeah. yeah that was also a task no <laughs> for you it was yes <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah next question okay. we'll move on to the next question from guru simran siddhu underscore siddhu one and i found the questions here by the way thank you okay Why is Bhag Milka Bhag not considered as great? But uh, what are your opinions on great, and what is what are your opinions on Bhag Milka Bhag? I quite I quite like it. Um, I mean, uh, I haven't rewatched it in ages now. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess Guru Simran means that he uh, the question implies that he thinks it should be great, right? Yeah, but then uh, I don't know if it was. it was good i i remember i quite fondly remember uh, a lot of yeah. the movie um i really have a lot of not a lot of memories from that film hmm. but it was good it wasn't great is what i remember i feel okay. uh, it's still um this is from actually from whatever i remember i think it still didn't uh, do a lot of things correctly in terms of uh, its narrative it's a flashback structure no it has like it's yeah, the yeah 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 it, it black and white बट दिंग इज Uh, the the word great is like 
like probably misused like uh, it's it's been misused a lot because hmm. uh, uh, like people expect that uh, the oscars or, uh, or or major institutions like like major I mean that's your that's what people think Bar, no. I mean, hmm. exactly yeah, yeah. it can be great for your it, it can yeah. be great, great for, for you, you. Yeah, yeah exactly Absolutely. And, like and that's the only like uh, I, I actually watched this film in january back in january uh, called uh, Oh, fuck which film actually uh, what's this film called uh, yeah uh, uh, there is no evil and uh, mm-hmm. and this Good was uh, uh, like yeah absolutely it's it's an iranian film like i watched okay. it and like no one has watched it and this like that was mm-hmm. one of my favorite uh, films of 2019 yeah 20, 2020 actually so mm-hmm. that's the thing but uh, like it's not regarded as great the great film and all that stuff but yeah. it's still like for me it's one of the greatest films according to me and mm-hmm. uh, the, and i'm satisfied um, uh, for it obviously mm-hmm. there are many films made uh, over the year and obviously there are uh, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like uh, not every film gets recognition from uh, yeah, the major yeah. institutions yeah, like yeah, yeah. most and, won't actually most absolutely won't. absolutely 95% yeah absolutely yeah. and that's the reason like uh, you shouldn't uh, like you, you shouldn't actually uh, like uh, only watch all those uh, oscar winning and oscar nominated yeah. films uh, mm. and you should limit yourself by watching all those films you should actually uh, also go through those gotham awards and independent spirit mm. awards independent yeah. spirits spirit. are always yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, always a better better gauge of like what yeah, absolutely give adam sandler an award for uncut gems absolutely, absolutely. i mean that's the totally biggest that. yeah and credibility. then he abused oscars on stage yeah yeah <laughs> makes sense no though <laughs> yeah Yeah, not abuse but like he actually sarcastically uh, yeah, yeah. like uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but like he said it very in a very satirical and in a very yeah. funny way like uh, and that's like adam I mean, sandler being adam sandler yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know it's that, a, you know? most awkward experience or uh, is of watching an interview in in person of noah bombard and uh, adam driver dustin hoffman and mm. uh, this dude uh, Okay, on to bhag milka bhag. I honestly don't remember much of it. I always thought it was a little too long. Like I just remember it being a very long film. Like if uh, I had to really point out something technically, uh, from uh, what I remember, I I think it didn't justify a lot of things that were happening in the screenplay, uh, yeah. with its conviction that it did for everything else at least. You know, I mean, I, for all the creative liberties that they took, I mean, they yeah. justified it very well, yeah. at least cinematically. but like a few things that happen in the middle section uh, hmm. i especially love the whole pavan malhotra track in it uh, hmm. i mean so 
I mean, props to them for making it so good. But I think there's there's like one section I can't really pinpoint it out. But really, there, there was a like there there was a section where Sonam Kapoor like all those the romance slow motion yeah, right flash yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah like I couldn't relate to it like I mean I actually... so so I'll tell you I'll tell you what really happens is they when they actually start pinpointing out incidents right. uh what happens it it sort of becomes like an inorganic flow to the it gives an inorganic flow to the film which is what happened what sanket was actually mentioning about they actually put their there for for what audience ha huh, i mean audience i don't know relatability yeah nee, maybe see, make this, it, maybe make the character more empathetic in that sense this uh, sardar rodham had elements which i thought integrated all but that then, but then it justified i thought very well emotionally Uh, yeah. which is what it ends huh. with well that's that's what i was saying like i mean i yeah. i anyways i'm to just cut short the discussion because we'll go to the recommendations first also yeah uh, i liked it I, i mean i love the soundtrack actually soundtrack is something i've actually consistently come back to yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. most of the songs actually yeah, yeah and yeah. and divya datta i remember one scene oh, which yeah. is very emotional between the one where she wears and farhan the medal coat i think Court, oh, okay. yes, court. Court, yeah, right? yeah, no, no, the court yeah. one, the court one. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Yeah. That scene is still very clear. It's such a good film. It's a good film. Yeah, yeah. Watch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, because Don't... after that, Rakesh Om Prakash Mehra did Mirzia. So this is your last. I mean, time. he did Mere Pyare Prime Minister and Tufan also. I haven't also, seen that. But which, last which are... after that, he did Mirzia. No, after Bhag Mil Kava. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that was still is sort of like quote unquote experimental, like how mm. Delhi Six was after R D V. Sure, right? sure, sure, sure. Ah, Sanjeev, you are very, very kind to Mirzia that way. Actually, yeah, met yeah. him once. Like I, I, I okay. attended a Q and A of Rangde Basant. Like I actually watched yep. that film uh, just back in 2019 in theaters. So and there was a Q and A followed by the film, and mm-hmm. he actually told that like yeah, Mirzia was I don't know like uh, it didn't work uh, uh, even in the box office also. Yeah, but, yeah, massive. Uh, yeah. But then like uh, even. Uh, like someone actually asked him, uh, like which which is your next film, and like he actually told that I actually made um, Mere Pyare Mere Pyare Prime Minister, and like that didn't that that film actually didn't work because like it it didn't have anyone, bro. Like it uh, yeah. only had Anjali Patel. Anjali Patel. Anjali Patel. Anjali Patel. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, people only knew her from uh, Newton, and Newton. that is, I, I actually Newton. love her, but like I mm. I actually want. Uh, that she or to get that recognition mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. she like she deserves the recognition uh, but the thing is like no one knew her back then and uh, till now also like people actually don't know her and uh, like except yeah. for newton uh, and that's the reason uh, i think people like uh, like the film didn't work uh, well in the box office so and like he actually told me that uh, to- told the audience that like uh, they didn't actually gross a lot of money and netflix actually saved the film and netflix uh, uh, bought the film so that's uh. the reason Nee, nee, I remember Mirzia being an absolute chore to sit through. Like I was so bored, and I love that aesthetic. I love, I love whatever he's going for. I just, uh, I, I felt bad. Greek chorus. I felt bad for Harshvardhan Kapoor and Sunali. Yeah, yeah. Harshvardhan is a big fan of our podcast, na? Sure. Wow. Please. <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> sure. That's just because we like what whatever his. I, I also like his movie choices, actually, mostly. But uh, yeah, yeah. He goes all experimental. Yeah, final uh, question, and then we'll move to recommendations quickly. Yes, final question from the underscore bong underscore cinephile. Uh, what does your podcast name mean? 
question mark question mark go ahead yeah. wow same question for me too Uh, you know it this. was a it was a very no. very very random choice uh, we just didn't want to name it anything with that it would directly point it that it's a film podcast now in hindsight it feels like a bad decision <laughs> because people aren't able to recognize what this podcast is really i about. you 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 uh, you can tell them my interpretation because i think that's oh yeah. Like, yeah i mean are you tell you tell your uh, my interpretation is always the whole, to do with the, the yeah the actual the, the, the original queen, queen. The Bollywood queen now being dead like that way like the, the Bollywood queen queen being please please point it out specifically Mrs Kangana Ranaut who has, yeah yeah and like but, her demise that's that's the podcast see this that's is what this is what ambiguous after. titles ambiguous names gives you uh, you know food for thought <laughs> it's a queen's reference no queen yeah, song yeah. reference right Which no no I, it's I a the smiths uh, the smiths song. okay Okay. it's an album queen is dead but whatever we we, yeah. we were thinking about random names and oh, okay we were like okay, this is this is yeah. good we'll we'll go with this and then we selected yeah. and we went ahead with it it was very random very random decision yeah. just but, like how how our conversations have are random yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 makes sense no we justifying everything <laughs> <laughs> but okay, okay moving on to recommendations now for yeah. the month uh, stuff that we've liked and uh, that we'd like to recommend it to people because we absolutely love them so yeah who's going first throw you'll go you want me to start yeah okay. yeah okay i'll go first uh so my my recommendations are basically a continuation almost of like the horror recommendations we did the last podcast mm-hmm. uh cuz i was basically binging on a lot of horror uh yeah. last month so my first recommendation is uh, bob clark's Black Christmas. This is a 1974 horror slasher horror film, mm-hmm. uh, and it's supposed to be the OG slasher horror film before Halloween. Before Halloween, but uh, slasher, uh, slasher. I think uh, was like uh, it, it like uh, slasher genre became famous uh, because of this thing. uh like te- the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is. I think that this precedes that also. Like it's before that. I okay. think at least. Okay, okay. In the same year as Texas Chainsaw. Texas uh, Chainsaw seventy four. I think Black Christmas also seventy four. So like whatever, okay. it's the same okay. same year of like slasher. Okay, uh, okay. Reinvention horror of stuff. horror. Reinvention or whatever, like new invention <laughs> of horror. But uh, but yeah, the great thing about this kind of goes back to my fondness of like seventies cinema. Like we've talked about how uh, American seventies mm. cinema, which is like. the exorcist and all that stuff is so grounded in reality yeah, like yeah, yeah. all the characters you feel real they aren't like quirky annoying pieces of whatever for and, conveniences uh, yeah for conveniences that oh it's easy to kill them so we'll just make them annoying uh-huh. uh so <laughs> all, all of the all of the characters here are likable uh it's basically a story of this guy who stalks a girl's hostel which is celebrating like christmas mm-hmm. and uh, this uh thing is very popular for the killer cam shot you know the killer point of view shot like where the killer uh, starts to you you establish ki wo killer is the one who's ob- observing everything like right. that shot right That's right right very right. consistent in this film and it's very creepy because you kind of hear him uh breathing heavily and then you like <laughs> just see him lurking mm. around the house looking at like things uh whatsapp whatever's going on inside the house and it's like a uh, very very slow build up mm-hmm. you know very very slow or whatever 70 slow build up of of tension yeah. 
and like you just keep you it's there's always this idea that something might go wrong in the house right the the dread and the dread and it just keeps uh-huh. on bo- building 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 and then there's mm-hmm. this parallel track of one of the uh, protagonists ka boyfriend being this maniac basically who's like uh, <laughs> mad because mm. uh, his uh, girlfriend mm. might get a abortion uh, okay right and he's like oh, how can you get an abortion all that so there's all that stuff also going parallelly with this and there's yeah. always a suspicion suspicion that this boyfriend is the killer huh. this, this suspicion so like joby usme there's always like uh, so oh, ambiguity ki wajah se they have like this whole critique if someone wants to read into it critique But, uh, of, can you name the uh, film again black christmas okay this hmm. was remade uh, in in newer times and people hated it because it like completely flipped the gender dynamic so oh. uh, uh, the the other uh, the other one i think you uh, you mentioned like the hostel one it is the same thing so the hostel so the black christmas is set inside the hostel okay bob yeah, clarks yeah. Uh, yeah 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 okay yeah. okay okay i got it yeah, yeah. you mentioned yeah. the director's name uh, uh, like again yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah so it's it's the my my 70s sort of fascination with horror is uh, quite quite a lot so i mean i i like most of the stuff they release huh. and it was just mean, mean uh mean spirited also and like brutal and chilling like all combination hmm. of that is just fantastic <laughs> so anyone who wants to feel uh like getting anxiety or paranoid <laughs> yes uh black christmas is for you Uh-huh. It's on Criterion. I'm sure it's in other places though. Available okay. in av- available somewhere on the internet. And okay, so the next one is so my next two are even more obscure. So sorry for people who who are expecting like conventional recommendations. Second mm. one is Day Night Day Night by Julia Loctev, 2006 film. Julia Loctev's other film already I have mentioned in one of our recommendations. So she's awesome. Uh, was it the her. was it uh, was it the one in July? I think it was the Gail Garcia Bernal one, uh, Loneliest Planet. Okay, okay, she, okay. She, yeah, so she's like a very uh, interesting director. She she makes these films on like very isolated characters who like are taking mm. treks. So so the Loneliest Planet was about two a couple taking a trek through a Georgian landscape and then one incident changing everything. Okay. Day night, day night is much more like, uh, much less ambiguous. Us, mm-hmm. usme at least you have like it's about this uh, an unknown girl, unknown ethnicity, unknown name, everything unknown, and you see her come to New York, and she's planning basically a terrorist attack, uh, somewhere. Oh. That's it. So it's it's a lot. So you just see her coming, and then you follow her. that's it like the camera is like that you know how it's in mother like the camera goes is consistently behind, uh, behind jennifer yeah. lawrence's character behind like, the it's, character it's, yeah. it's consistently following her and just looking at what she is doing what is happening around her and everything it's got that real again tension to it real world or real time tension mm. to it so i mean loctev is one of those filmmakers who makes nail cutting tense like the act of nail cutting because the mm. sound design like whenever she clips that nail it feels like something's like cracking inside her brain or something like that so oh wow it's like yeah so it's very immersive filmmaking that mm. way which mm. is why i really like it the first like it's a one hour 30 minute film the first like 50 minutes of it are probably the best thing i've seen last month 
last month isn't like probably yeah. in a while actually it's one of my favorite first 50 minutes the last 40 minutes i'm not sure if it like sticks the landing as such but mm-hmm. uh, if i'll tell you the uh, the film i kept on thinking about weirdly while i was watching this was amir by uh, oh, rajkumar uh, gupta rajkumar gupta yes yeah. I, i don't know how much amir is inspired by this honestly because there it seems to be a fair and you know, amount of similar story like i mean that uh, that film right uh, the kandewal uh, yeah, 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 yeah rajiv kandewal yeah. 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 isn't that the similar plot where the guy comes and someone on the phone tells him to like commit this thing yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Correct, yeah. correct 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 yeah yeah so it's a similarly sort of the conceit is similar i think uh, locktive's direction is much more uh, minimalistic like usme kuch usme kuch bhi wo nahi hai like स्कोर नहीं है कुछ भी नहीं है लिटरली फॉलोइंग हर थ्रू आउट द टाउन एंड क्रिएटिंग एनजाइटी थ्रू जस्ट फॉलोइंग द गर्ल एंड फैंटास्टिक परफॉर्मेंस फ्रॉम लुइसा विलियम सो दैट्स माय सेकंड सेकंड रेकमेंडेशन दैट फिल्म इज आल्सो अवेलेबल समवेयर ऑनलाइन राइट एंड माय लास्ट वन इज द मोस्ट ऑब्सक्योर रिकमेंडेशन सो प्लीज और बेयर विद मी this is called lands so again it's a downer of a month i was going through uh, i was watching all the horror stuff right so uh-huh. uh third one is landscape suicide by james benning it's a 1987 film okay it's a true crime documentary right the other true crime documentary i saw this month was uh the much more well known house of secrets the burari deaths on yeah. netflix yeah uh that kind of stuff i would categorize as horror just because it's so chilling uh, like i find stuff like that really scary uh, uh, but this this landscapes you said is like a different sort of experimental take on like the true crime stuff it's like mm-hmm. comparing two different killers who committed crimes in america at different times at different time periods so it's like okay. you know ed gein right on which this texas chainsaw massacre and everything is right. based Mm-hmm. he committed stuff in 1950s in like wisconsin so one half of the story is only focused on the 50s ka landscape like wisconsin and everything and ed gein ka interview in which he's confessing to it or not confess- confessing to it and that story is compared directly with another school uh, uh, another girl in the 1980s who killed a classmate okay just so and it's set in the 1980s that one okay okay so the i think at least i've seen it twice because i didn't uh. get it the first time as such uh but the idea is to compare two landscapes at two different times and seeing if though if there are any things that have changed or not changed or like right. what are the changes that have been made and it's looking at it very obliquely like it's not looking at it at all like straight in a straight way it's it's going completely it's letting the viewer do everything and like it's just it's composed of a lot of uh, what is that static shots which are like mm. observing 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 and that's right. what gives me like the chilling effect like just if something's placed somewhere like a camera and you're just watching it and it's like a blank wall and like everyone's performance is a bit like awkward and i'm just like <laughs> what is this like i just feel uncomfortable Mm-hmm. so this is the third film that gave me anxiety so mm-hmm. yes uh, my anxious uh, rec- anxiety inducing recommendations <laughs> of the month are uh, black christmas day night day night and landscapes you said
landscape suicide is on criterion by the way so i don't know if you can track it anywhere else criterion connoisseur okay Sanket, you go. Yeah, my so I watched uh, a lot of um, uh, famous films. I, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, like I watched uh, The Wolf of Wall Street to the uh, all all those West Side Story, The Dark Knight. Sorry, you you should have put your Sanket's first, yours third, and mine second, because then the first one has like a <laughs> good good people would listen to it. Second one, they'll have to stick around. <laughs> third one, we'll end up with something more popular. Anyways, go ahead, Sanket. No, but like I watch all those uh, famous films like the West Side Story, The Dark Knight. Yep. I actually rewatched it. Uh, we yeah. rewatched uh, The Dark Knight and Wolf of Wall Street, and even hmm. Swadesh's uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, all yeah. those films. But like uh, I would say, the most uh, like underappreciated film I watched, uh, you know, in the month of October uh, is Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and uh, like. Hmm. Uh, Oh, lovely film. Ah, uh, such like uh, actually last month I watched uh this film called The Breakfast Club and mm. uh, it blew me away. Like uh, just how how can some uh, a director who is in his I think in in his forties uh could uh think uh into the like could think into the mindset of a young adult and like how he mm. or she would react and that actually blew me away in the breakfast club and when i uh, watched <laughs> like i was actually excited to watch this film like and, and uh, other films by uh, john uses so i watched this film ferris bueller's day off and i was like wow such a like a such a chilling film like obviously it's like not similar to the breakfast club the breakfast club is quite uh, serious it becomes quite serious at the end but like this film is like out and out uh, chill a uh, chilling and comedy film huh, yeah, and yeah. like uh, like i haven't like have you watched uh, uh, like this film yeah yeah, yeah, I yeah i've also seen yeah Wow, like, such a such a brilliant film like uh, I, yeah. I would like to say like uh, like uh, actually i discovered uh, that the, the the second lead of this film uh, who uh, like the uh, the character i actually forgot the name of the character but like i and i also don't remember the uh, name of the actor but he plays a uh, uh, corner in the succession so like uh, uh, oh yeah. i was unaware Yeah, yeah. Oh, Actor is who? The I'm eldest. The eldest oh, guy. Oh, the eldest dude. Okay, okay. The uh, awkward yeah. dude. <laughs> no, no, the one who wants to be president. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, yeah. The awkward dude. Awkward. Okay. Yeah yeah. 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 Actually, a lot of people are in awkward in succession. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, he actually played the second lead in like in this guy in this uh, in this film. So I just loved how ch- chilling his day becomes and. obviously we all know that like uh, like at some point of time uh, in, in every film there is a downfall or downturn uh, a, a character actually have have yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so but like in this film there's no downturn like uh, downfall yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for uh, like uh, for this character Ferris Bueller and like such uh, we we all actually root for this character like i actually uh, connected myself uh, to this character and i actually loved that uh, character as well like uh, and even <laughs> that uh, the and the character the second lead uh, how like uh, 
like how scared he was like about like when when he was just uh, uh, touching uh, his uh, dad's car and like uh, how scared he was yeah, when he was yeah. just uh, roaming around the city of chicago and like i, I actually uh, like uh, thought that uh, he uh, like the character ferris bueller was his alter ego and uh, <laughs> actually uh, talked to ratvik parik who is a feature film director who hmm. uh, made a film called dug dug uh, he it's said, about to release right it's not, like it's 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 premiering festivals right as, as yeah it, it's uh, it's currently premiering the film festivals it premiered yeah. in uh, the toronto international film festival yeah, uh, yeah. so he actually like he and i talked about this film uh, like uh, and he told me that this is also a theory uh, like a uh, about this film so and he also liked this film like uh, uh and he actually felt that this film like this film is better than uh, the the breakfast club but i i like i personally liked the breakfast club better because like it also talked about those issues but like uh, this film mm. is one of my like all time favorite comedies like this film actually joined that list like of so, uh, the super bad like uh, super bad and mm. other american pie films and like those are also mm. one of my favorite all time favorite uh, comedies uh, so this actually uh, joined that list and even mm. uh, a dictator is also on that list but like uh, like i don't know why but ferris bueller like it's like a very ultimate chilling film and even at the end as well when uh, his sister realizes that okay i'm actually bad to ferris bueller uh, i'm actually bad to ferris and i actually have to support him uh, uh, like and like I, i don't have to be an ass and I, i don't like have to just criticize him and hunt him down so mm. I, i actually like that uh, transformation of that character uh, so i i actually like that so yeah uh, so that was that, that's actually my first recommendation my second mm. reco is uh, to the ends of the earth which is directed by kiyoshi kurosawa kiyoshi. Okay. Yeah, like I, 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 I loved that film. Sanjeev's uh-huh. favorite director. <laughs> wow. I, I, no. <laughs> but no, anyway so, go ahead uh, yeah, yeah yeah actually i like i like that film uh, uh, this film actually uh, like resembled uh, me for lost in translation because the character uh, the lead actress here is uh, like not in japan but uh, she's in o- uzbekistan pakistan uh, and uh, <clears throat> here she is like uh, she's shooting a commercial no, sorry not a commercial but a docu series a travel uh, series actually uh, to be <clears throat> specific and she is shooting a travel series and she isn't there uh, 100% but like uh, uh, when she uh, the character mm. actually uh, sits on a on a ride and uh, yeah. then like uh, the, yeah 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 actually yeah, I, i think it's the one where you uh, the spinning thing right spinning thing the, exactly. like a ferris Like very ferris of course like a ferris like a, a very, very dangerous ferris. ride she is uh-huh. on it yeah. and she experiences and uh, like the, the, this is for a, a like the, that thing like uh, yeah, the, yeah for that, a commercial uh, almost like whatever the travel log it was it was like, like that it yeah. was mm-hmm. like it was part of that but yeah. like uh, and the director that uh, that director or the cinematographer didn't like uh, the the first take so she uh, had to take uh, uh, like uh, she had to be in that ride for two or three times so yeah. i actually felt for her like uh, she uh, had to go through all those stuff like all those yeah. horrors two, of 
that right do they cut in that scene sankit i forgot i saw this film a while back but i know no, that usme tension is like proper like yeah but really like i don't sick. like i actually forgot about that uh, that's the mm. thing about films i don't uh, like much remember all those shots but like yeah. i uh, remember the characters and the stories huh. and that's the main reason uh, i actually yep. liked about this like uh, hmm. she she is just a, a person living in this Mm. unknown country like she didn't know much about and that's the thing and even like uh, i watched the qna or uh, like which happened in the toronto international film festival and uh, <laughs> like it's funny this this film like uh, it's just celebrating the like some years uh, between J- japan and uzbekistan the friendship uh, the really like uh, the uh, yeah uh, the, the relationship huh. between uh, those mm-hmm. two countries so uh, that's the thing but uh, i and he actually uh, told the audience that uh, like uh, uzbekistan is uh, is a muslim majority country and like here she is uh, roaming around the country roaming around the city with uh, uh, in shorts and more like uh, uh, skirts and like mm. uh, it's like uh, kind of awkward for the country to like for the girls to be wearing all those things so, like uh, that was uh, and that that was the main intention mm-hmm. for kiyoshi kuroda so uh, uh, to show this uh, this awkwardness of the characters well and awkwardness of uh, of the the country's uh, citizens to like feeling about that character so i i actually quite liked uh, that that film uh, yeah. yeah and uh, the other reco i actually wanted to like mention is the squid and the whale and uh, ah. uh, Bomba. just loved it like uh, yeah. obviously uh, so uh, i i actually watched a marriage story uh, like way before watching this film and way before watching uh, while we are young but marriage story uh, like I, i just loved that film but when i watched the squid and the, the squid and the whale i, I, I like mm. it, it became like it actually tied me It, it actually for me it uh, marriage story and uh, squid the squid and the will are the best film by no bombak mm. like uh, those like uh, uh, this film is made uh, of all those awkward moments and like little little okay, moments and scenes from <laughs> like uh, the daily life of that family like uh, yeah. there's there like there's a scene where jeff daniels and uh, uh his son uh jesse eisenberg and his jesse eisenberg's uh, girlfriend were actually having a lunch uh, and uh, <laughs> what happens was <laughs> like usually uh, whenever a, a parent uh, like goes to a, din- a dinner or a lunch date mm-hmm. with his son or his the son's girlfriend uh he doesn't accept money from that girlfriend but <laughs> here there's there's a scene where he just accepts uh, he just accepts the money uh, uh, like without anything like uh, without even hesitating and like i, I was like wow <laughs> like he just portrayed one of the like most awkward like one of the most like i don't know yeah. how to say it but like one back is scenes, really good at this though yeah the, the, one of those like scenes which we can also perform like um, no, like normal people can perform it uh, i mean like, th- that that is one of uh, bombback's very good qualities of how he writes dialogues uh, you are just dialogues not just dialogues the character Mayerowitz. as well 
I think he's he's a more uh, a kind of a kind of a version for Queens, but he makes it more uh, relationship based amongst characters. Okay. I think. I no, I I'm a big Queens fan, so I, I'm a I, huge Queens fan. I mean, I mean, I think he's he's trying to get that whole comedy right. In, uh, in the, in the more... I always think it's more Wes Anderson, you know. Okay, then I, then I got it wrong. Then it's probably more Wes Anderson. I mean, you know, it's three at two at night. I'm. They they no <laughs> they've written no he wrote the uh, fantastic Mr Fox movie I think uh, he Bombard did wrote it yeah, yeah I didn't I know Bombard wrote it but okay. uh, your uh, Squid and the Whale was actually, actually uh, also actually, produced by Wes Anderson Wes Anderson uh, then okay. then it makes sense yeah hmm. I mean then then if you look at yeah. uh, even Royal yeah. Tenenbaums and then Squid and ah, the Whale and it looked like the actors also crossover no Greta yeah, yeah, Gerwig yeah. is in so much of I mean Greta never mind she's his partner so of course no no even what a partner Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no I, I prefer I, I, my Gerwigs and my best Andersons over Bombac. Bombac is too like too uh, awkward for me. So, but I think uh, like that's the reason I, I I like uh, about mm. like that's the reason I like about um, Bombac that he creates all those characters which are like uh, which we know. from our daily lives like uh, huh. i think uh, <laughs> uh, i i can relate to a jeff daniels character uh, uh, in the squid and the whale like and i can also relate to a character from uh, adam driver's like uh, a, a character uh, adam driver's character of a yeah. marriage story yeah. and i can uh, always relate to those characters and that's the main reason uh, like noah bombag is one of my favorite writers and uh, like he just uh, tells the stories which we hear and which we see in our daily lives and uh, like even spike lee also uh, does it uh, at at one point like uh, at, at certain level uh, I, i haven't mm. watched all all of spike lee, uh, spike's films uh, I, i've just watched uh, uh, <laughs> do the writing and blacklands man uh, <laughs> but like all both of those films marvelous uh, like superb that's uh, like that's the thing uh, mm. and uh, that happens with like noah bombag as well and like uh, all those uh, characters like sorry all those uh, directors uh, uh, in uh, from that uh, period like uh, the wes anderson the greta gerwig and all those people from the mumble core uh, i'll find uh, yeah, yeah i'll find you more ny uh, ny i was saying nyc filmmakers who who make this type of stuff yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely absolutely uh, like yeah. I, i i that's the reason i loved uh, 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 his Francis Ha as well, like uh, such mm. a beautiful uh, film he made, uh, just like uh, based like set in New York, set in Brooklyn, and like uh, just yeah. showing Brooklyn yeah. in black and white, and like inspired by all those films like uh, Taxi Driver and uh, films like uh, or like I think uh, even the Conversation as well. I don't know which uh, city. Very New York, it was like his Very film New was so New yeah. York. Like he, I, it was weird when I went to the fest. He, the people were most excited about Baumbach films. Uh, yeah. because because Woody Chacha is not allowed no no so it's <laughs> it's it's Bombak who is uh, and, and and that's the thing like that's the thing because bear. I actually miss all those films like uh, uh, I actually miss those films which are set in Mumbai itself like uh, the last 
Mumbai thing, Mumbai film I watched was a uh, Dhobi Cart, and uh, mm. like such a, such a beautiful uh, uh, representation of Bombay. Like obviously there's mm. sacred games as well, but like wasn't uh, there? पोट्री बॉम्बे लाइक uh this thing yeah, like man, man, mumbai meri jaan mumbai meri jaan as well but Love like for square foot do you remember i mean so is it fairly isn't tu hai mera sunday a better version it is it is i mean i'm just yeah. thinking of whatever bombay tu hai mera sunday you watch sunkit it's very lovely it's really nice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. lovely film sure sure I'll, i'll definitely watch that film but like i, I was as i was saying huh. like ek chalis ki last local like uh, uh, it didn't match up to the the films which i watched uh, like uh, uh, like uh, after us by uh, uh, martin scorsese like, uh, like high bar that is to match i mean <laughs> <laughs> no but that's the thing like uh, the characters were very similar because uh, mm-hmm. this guy uh, in after us he actually uh, like had a date and like he uh, then uh, uh, roam around like uh, in uh, in brooklyn the entire yep. new york city yeah, yeah, and like yeah, he was yeah. just roaming around in the new york city and like we actually uh, that through that film actually watched how brooklyn in night was and that's the reason i loved that film but in the in this film ek chalis ki last local i couldn't like uh, watch uh, uh, like mumbai's li- night life uh, and like it, it it would have been brilliant but like the if they had or uh, like shot more in like mumbai's nightlife they actually uh, like had more uh, indoor sequences like they had right. like, all those dawn yeah yeah, yeah. dawn and abhay deol right abhay deol abhay deol neha dupia exactly so uh, i'll yeah. go with no my recommendations yes yeah. sir please do fadafad my recommendations mx takatak mm. fadafad uh, i don't know what i'm saying okay so i i didn't i didn't get to watch a lot this month because i was busy and i'll be busy for the next month as well but anyway i managed to catch a few films not all of them were great but a uh, few of them were really good and i was uh, on a spree of watching uh, so the sopranos uh, for the first time so i might as well go with sopranos as my first recommendation which hey, i thought you weren't going to give i was going to give i don't have any okay. other good recommendations <laughs> i feel i mean okay sopranos i'll just keep it because i think it's fant- it's a fantastic show and uh, as sanket described it is sort of a peek into the italian american crime boss life and all of that but uh, and it's also like a tongue in cheek uh, comedy about Uh, the lifestyle as well i mean it it makes fun of good fellas and it references godfather movies and all the crime films so it's based in that kind of a world where these films exist mm. um so i mean yeah i mean and the whole th- take is about uh, capturing a daily life so daily life would also include a crime boss cleaning his pool so it's that intimate a peek into uh, a life mm. of a crime boss um but moreover it's, it's not really like how people would put it as glorification of criminals it's more like hmm. and and it's one of those first shows where where it's where they started the whole trope of an anti hero 
hmm. which i think breaking bad, bad took it a notch higher and you know hmm. made it made that as as like a benchmark but then without sopranos and i think uh, even uh, brian cranston uh, quoted in a lot of interviews saying if sopranos and uh, tony soprano didn't exist probably breaking bad and uh, walter yeah. white wouldn't so you know it makes sense because even so so here's the whole thing about breaking bad also which i really love the whole writing is very audacious i mean they have gone ahead with ideas where you could just probably imagine and they've expanded on those ideas uh for example the fly episode and stuff like that i mean mm-hmm. so so there are episodes in um in the sopranos also not really exactly but they they are like road movies uh some of the episodes some of them become like proper thrillers so i mean it's a varied bunch of episodes and the whole idea is the whole the whole concept is more or less to deconstruct the the whole big picture you know that mm-hmm. comes up with uh you know a mob life so to say so yeah the the sopranos is one of my favorite shows now uh, i guess and uh, one of my recommendation i mean so it's it's i think six seasons and i think over 100 episodes so nice. take your time watching this yeah, yeah. i mean i more so recommendation I, i mean i don't binge <laughs> shows uh, i i sort of take time uh, to watch them so i've taken over a month to watch them uh, the whole show um so yeah i mean take your time it will grow it will grow on you uh, if it doesn't in the first season it will grow on you by the third season i hope and uh, it's the whole thing right with with all these shows the the fab, the, the world is is so rich that you and you become so familiar with the world you know where the car gets parked you know where <laughs> the laundry is kept you know where uh, the tools are you know it's that uh, well built a world so mm-hmm. yeah and my second recommendation is a john carpenter movie called mouth of madness which is absolutely a bonkers wild horror film um so here's what i like about uh, john carpenter um so he is so imaginative in terms of the kind of film he's creating i mean uh it so he obviously has taken a lot of inspiration from b movies uh the earlier 50s 60s b movies and it is evident in his earlier movies also uh like big trouble in little china escape from new york and uh, they live obviously uh which itself is like the biggest thing that he's taken from the 50s uh paranoia and whatever <coughs> sorry so um uh, in in the mouth of madness is is very meta <coughs> and also this is something with john carpenter <coughs> i'm so sorry <coughs> john carpenter does uh, really well is uh, he'll build uh, he'll make these films these crazy films about weird concepts and over the top uh, nature of it mm. and they are symbolically talking about the present society of that time i mean some of them is applicable still today uh, the whole yeah. uh thing. consumerist But, materialist stuff consumerist right? yeah, yeah yeah the whole thing which as you mentioned so yeah. so i mean i think uh, he makes uh, a weird horror films like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like with, except with absolute... halloween but like i have i haven't like i haven't watched all all of his films okay. but like i okay. watched uh, the thing uh like which is uh, lovely absolutely like he like it's it's a good concept but like uh, obviously it, like it looks like a b movie like it because yeah. he's treating it as one mm-hmm. so so i mean if the intent is that way then he's probably mm. succeeded at it uh and most of whole... his films look like that no like yeah, yeah, yeah. most of it mean, that, that's the whole point no you, and yeah, it's yeah. nuts and bolts film making which is my term of quoting some films which where you actually have to make an effort to 
uh, like you know uh, i don't know how to explain it's better strip but down it, no nuts and bolts basically strip down yeah, yeah that's right basically it's nothing to do with like you don't have extra stuff in it it's just like Absolutely. thriller means thriller like two people yeah, locked yeah, in a yeah. room that's it yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 so so they are and the whole idea is ki it's not revolutionary in terms of its concepts actually yeah uh, i mean not concepts in, in terms of its uh, filmmaking i mean there yeah. is craft obviously yeah. but it's not like he's doing a non linear screenplay or, no, no, or something like that but but yeah. it's more to do with the concept it's it's a bigger sell than anything else that happened in the film it's like alien no like alien it is, is nuts and bolts only it is it is i mean first alien the ridley scott uh, yeah, yeah. one huh. take for example ford versus ferrari also i feel uh, ha, ha, is, it is proper nuts, nuts and bolts of uh, it's actually got nuts and bolts also i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, one count to one but uh, for this episode but we have to yeah, yeah, you have to do all that later. but yeah. uh, no um and the, the whole point of this this film is it goes bonkers after point after point and i mean and the other thing that i like is uh, it is kind of cosmic horror it plays with the idea of cosmic horror which is very lovecraftian in nature uh, if you've read read his books hp uh, lovecraft then you'll probably get it and if you if you've seen the thing it is basically cosmic horror very outwardly uh, overtly uh, but ye, i want to ask bon- the bonkers to bonkers to bonkers isn't it starts as bonkers or is it like slightly level and then bonkers have you bonkers, seen bonkers. have you seen the uh, they live i have not seen they i've only seen uh, halloween and so things. so it is very simple uh, it uh, in terms of its uh, format it is one single protagonist hmm. and he's like a normal worker and and weird things start happening to him Okay, okay, got it. Oh, it's and like his, mother, right? Like, it is, it is. I mean, there's, there's like a lot of my reference point is mother, but yeah, yeah, course, yeah. yeah. But it's sort of not. It sort sort of also shows like a dystopian world, but it's not like an like exclusively a dystopian uh-huh, world. Got it. Um, but it is talking about mass hysteria and uh-huh. uh, mob okay. mentality and stuff like that. So got fantastic, it. fantastic. So there, there's another movie that released it. this month, uh, which talks about mob mentality. Sanjeev, do you want to? Is that one of your recommendations? Um, which film are you? Uh, Halloween Kill. Halloween. Oh, 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 my God, my friend. <laughs> uh, you had to bring that up, no? Of but. uh yeah whatever that film was or, or whatever that was i mean it's not even a film but whatever um so i am slightly i love that director david gordon green actually like uh, yeah. such a such a great guy like uh, he made uh, this uh, the the stoner comedy sto- Yeah, 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 yeah. Pineapple Express. Pineapple, Pineapple Express. Express. Right, yeah, right. He right. also made some serious stuff. No, like uh, George yeah. Washington. No, didn't he? he wasn't he stronger with yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake, he's Jake Gyllenhaal. the oh. philadelphia philadelphia bombing no 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 boston bombing boston, boston bombing. bombing boston mm. bombing oh sorry uh and he also good. made i think uh, he made uh, george washington like in uh, 2000 sandra bullock 50, movie 50, also 50. something 50 50 he made 50 50 was by him i thought that was some guy with with surname as levine no, oh yeah it's yeah, yeah 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 Sorry, it's not it's not gordon green yeah yeah so no, yeah. but like you should uh, like uh, i don't think you might have heard about this film uh, george washington but you should yeah, like not watch heard, yeah. Uh, not heard. yeah you should definitely watch it's on criterion uh, okay so you should watch that film uh, like such a like a greatly he actually is a white dude and uh, he made a film about a black community 
and huh. black characters and black huh. communities so such such a great uh, film like uh, a sweet film it's a coming huh. of age film i actually haven't like i have watched that film back in 2017 or 18 but huh. like i have to rewatch that film such a, such like huh. it's, it's a great film like i think hmm. and even uh, berry jenkins also uh, like appreciated this film uh, okay. in his criterion closet video and, okay like uh, you should also check that out like that video as well and like mm. uh, you know, this film as well so it's, it's uh, one of my favorite films as well mm. like those mm. coming of age films actually yeah sure also uh, recommendation sanjay halloween kills uh, <laughs> what is your obsession but no, I, uh, i was pissed off at that movie that's my obsession so even i'm so. pissed off at that movie you're not alone But, yeah, but uh, you were told not to watch it, so it's fine. So, but I was going to watch it anyway. Now, okay. do you think I'm going to listen to you? No. <laughs> wow, nice. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But yeah. uh, okay, so the third film is I. I'd like to put like two films because uh, I've one is the rewatch, and the other thing we've already done an episode on. Um, because the other things that I watched this month haven't been that good, so. the other the, the one rewatch that i had was the other guys uh, will farrell and mark wahlberg comedy uh which is directed by adam mckay who i absolutely love when he's put making the like the best comedy out there i mean when he was with anchor man and stuff like that uh, i mean whatever the the improvisation idea that he does so hmm. yeah the other guys was uh, lovely on a rewatch i mean i was laughing out loud for the first one hour the other one hour i don't know because i was almost half asleep but i watched it um what a recommendation i know <laughs> like i know you were no but i've already no but i've <laughs> so already seen it, seen it no so it's, it. it's a rewatch but the and the other thing is uh, dune uh which uh, denny villeneuve's dune, uh, dune. Uh, no denny denny villeneuve's dune in imax that's imax in yeah. imax in imax yeah, that's the title yeah. please watch it in imax or at a theater don't miss it uh, support cinemas we that's the it. cinemas <laughs> need you my friend So yeah my recommendations are these I didn't I, have a lot to watch uh, that reminds me can i just before or, we end or, I, wait 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 or or sardar udham also please watch that like, movie on prime that's probably a better film than dune okay, like okay. I, thought, i mean but, i mean sardar udham so people who haven't heard the sardar udham episode please please listen yeah. to that uh which where we discussed in depth of why it is uh, a deconstruction of biopic genre in a, in the sense yeah and which and, you, on which you also wrote a essay which you will share with us Yes, my friend. I shall share with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was saying I uh, that huh. reminds me. Before ending, I'll just want to also recommend this uh, anthology series film, which I really liked. It's from this year, uh, okay. called "The Year of the Everlasting Storm." Okay. Uh, it's like the whole you know COVID nineteen happened, and they ev- the everyone started making short films on COVID nineteen. Yeah, like yeah. The whole pandemic and everything. Yeah. So this uh, this anthology series has six or seven films, and like. four or five of them are very very good and like okay. two or three of them are like fantastic like out of those four or five oh, so okay. <laughs> uh, so the first one which i so watch the whole thing i think the whole whole anthology series is very lovely yeah uh, but the specific ones i wanted to pick out were by jafar panahi called life right Right, right, right. Uh, it's lovely. I mean, Jafar. When is Jafar Panahi not lovely? Is kind of the. <laughs> it's uh, it's so you know you you know what you're going to expect with the Panahi thing. Yeah. So I I just won't like it's it's basically his grand his very aged grandmother comes to visit her uh, them in yeah. their house like she lives separately and uh, 
it's the pandemic has happened so she's come to all, she's come all like wearing all the suit and everything right ppe kit and yeah ppe kit and everything and then they have like a very uh, i people say cute i say horrifying iguana <laughs> in the house uh and like the grandmother is horrified by it also and yeah. the whole film kind of revolves around their relationship and it's really lovely yeah uh so life is very good uh then there's night colonies by apichit pong virasitukal i hope i pronounced mm. his name correctly yeah yeah you did uh and that is another beast into itself like it's just uh it's a film about insects is of all i can say and it's wow. all dependent on like sound design and like lighting and like cinema where is it available this film Wow, this wow, wow. film uh, somewhere on on okay, the internet okay, okay somewhere, <laughs> on the somewhere internet. on somewhere on the internet and yeah. uh, and the last one which is probably my favorite is dig up my darling by uh, david lowry uh, which okay. is, is this this is like a companion piece to a ghost story basically that's okay, it. okay okay uh, a very lovely companion piece to it Uh, okay but yeah like this is this is the way i think pandemic shots can be done really really like innovatively <laughs> at least because the yeah. otherwise like a lot of pandemic shots are just like whatever yeah uh, i mean whatever yeah, exist exist yeah mm. yeah okay so that was a really really good episode thanks to sanket for joining us uh, for this episode you can follow sanket uh, on his youtube channel cinephile sanket check out his recommendations as well separately apart from this episode uh follow us on instagram follow us on spotify follow us on instagram at queensdead.filmpodcast follow us on spotify as well, as well it really helps it help it helps us in growing reaches out to more people who like listening to films and share it with friends who uh, enjoyed this episode and uh, if there are there are any suggestions just dm dm us on instagram thank you so much yeah khatam guzar gaye